creating cultural awareness and understanding. This is Culture Click. Culture Click is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Many of us cherish our heritage and our home. What if we were to suddenly lose it all, to flee to an unfamiliar world? Today on Culture Click, we are joined by author Najib Azad. Najib lived in Afghanistan where he worked as a spokesman for the former Afghan president. As a result of the ever-growing conflicts in his homeland, he left with his family for the United States, where he has written a memoir about his experiences. Najib came to the campus of Winona State University as part of their Global Education Week. In the event, he talked about his life in Afghanistan and the experiences he had coming here. After his presentation, Najib agreed to sit with me for an interview. I'm joined here in the studio by Najib. Uh, thank you for doing this interview, Najib. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. So, uh, about your presentation, obviously, there were some things that I wanted to uh, get into. Um, first things first, what was it like being the former speaker of the uh, former Afghani president? Yeah. Well, I was... Uh... It was kind of great job because, you know, uh, uh, I was working for a government called the Republic Afghanistan and uh, we were all working for democracy and we were all working for uh, or we were all fighting for a freedom of speech, speech and especially my position being a spokesman. It was all with uh, with freedom of speech. And then, yes, we, we were uh, uh, fighting on terrorism. We were fighting not only for Afghanistan, but of course, uh, for the international community, the terrorism from Afghanistan threatened every country in the world even like the western countries so being a spokesman it was it was very tough uh, uh, at that time but i enjoyed it all right um what was getting in the way of you achieving that uh, freedom of speech for everyone uh well afghanistan uh was i i believe in those days was uh, the the can the only country with 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 completely freedom for speech you know we uh i i encourage the media outlets encourage the analysts uh, uh, the critics uh, you know uh, of course based on the according to the uh, constitution of uh, afghanistan they were they were allowed to critique they were allowed to to uh, you know to point out all the negative things that we were doing or the government was doing and uh, and then the, we we had kind of classes inviting journalists inviting media outlets uh, producers and then uh, uh, we're telling them and and, and promoting them to uh, because uh, the media, as we believe, it is it is the 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 fourth uh, power after judiciary and executive and uh, and uh, uh, um, parliament or the houses. Uh, it's it's the media that that connect people with the government and connects countries uh, or your country to other countries. So we were encouraging them. Okay, well, in your speech, you also mentioned the uh, phrase "citizen of the world." What is that? The war in Afghanistan, war in tar- terrorism, it was not, like I mentioned before, it was not an Afghan war. It was it was an international war, so we were fighting for, for the entire world. And the entire world was somehow fighting for everyone, including us. And global citizen or world citizen means we, we all of us, no matter where, what color, what religion, what what language we speak? At the end of the day, we we believe in humanity. We do believe in in in, uh, in all those conventions or laws, international laws and conventions for for human rights, for women rights, for children rights, for everyone. And in today's world, especially in the United States, the United States is the country that that the people from different part of the world came and made this country great and or or made this country at the beginning and now made this country great so uh uh 
it is a country of everyone. So in, in that case, uh, we are all the global citizen. We share the same the same goals. We share the same interests. We we, we and we we have the same rights. And uh, at the end of the day, we have the same liability, which is which is all about protecting uh, human being on this earth and protecting protecting uh, 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 human rights. All right, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but you did leave Afghanistan. Obviously, you don't want, you didn't want to, but you were kind of in a situation where you had to, and you do want to go back. What what would have to change for you and your family to go back to Afghanistan? Uh, well, uh, what there is now at this point, it's 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 all uh, terrorism. Uh, uh, people who are in power, they are still in, in, in the uh, United Nations Security Council's list as uh, listed as terrorists, and they're torturing. They have they have violated all international uh, laws and conventions. So if if they're driven uh, driven away and and uh, uh, kind of political structure that we had in the past, in the past but which was a, a democratic political structure called the Republic of Afghanistan, Islamic Republic of Afghanistan. Uh, if that comes back, uh, uh, I will go uh, as a as as an Afghan American in the future. Yeah, I will go just to, to serve my people, not only the Afghans. Uh, and there, since I, uh, I I said in my in my presentation yesterday last night that is it, it was the country. It is still the country that that uh, uh, you know the entire world is threatened from that geography. And uh, if if we if we make people educated, if we make people understand their rights and liabilities, accountabilities, responsibilities, and then that threat will come, uh, uh, you know, will, will be decreased. And and for that thing, you, you have to you have to have uh, you have to be enough educated. You have to know the, the political inside. You have you have to know the Afghan culture and norms, and then you have to know the international uh, laws. And then some, you know, you have to you have to be well aware of the international policies. And then, uh, of course. Uh, you have to be somehow connected with your people in Afghanistan, and that's that's how I am. And I think I will be a good fit to to bring any changes in in in, in my in my country back. And that would be, of course, uh, if if whatever today we see in Afghanistan, if that is uh, if we don't see that in future, and then there will be an opportunity for people like me to go back and work. Right, and a large part of your uh, speech and a large part of what you're saying now involves the concept of unity. Um, and the question does beg, you know. Several countries, several uh, cultures, religions, whatever, they have vast differences among them. And the thing about unity is what is that healthy balance to where we can all live in tan in uh, harmony, but also still recognize our differences? Because there is a huge cultural barrier between the U.S. and Afghanistan. Um, where's that middle ground to where you could say we live completely fine without that barrier getting in the way? Well, I believe the the United States or America America does not have a culture, but has hundreds of cultures. Even inside the United States, you have you have people from everywhere. You have different cultures in in, uh, in the United States. You have culture from Middle East. You have culture from from South Asia, Central Asia. You have culture from Europe. And you, even uh, from Europe, you have different cultures. You have Polish culture. You have Irish culture. You have uh, German culture. So at the end of the day, I believe if you have if you have a a single uh, type of flower in a garden or uh, yeah in a garden or in a park it doesn't look so beautiful but if you have different types of flowers different roses or different types of flowers and that garden looks beautiful so different cultures different languages uh different norms and and, and traditions that makes us beautiful but 
at the end of the day, we are all human beings, uh, and we have the same rights, we have the same responsibility and liability. So the culture, the, the I wouldn't say there is a culture barrier, but I would say, you know, there, there are a diversity of culture and they, you know, the term diversity of culture is to, totally different than uh, with, uh, with the, the uh, barrier. So uh, uh, what will make uh, Afghanistan, you know, the, totally uh, different than today, that, that is totally political. It's nothing to do with religion. It's nothing to do with the culture. It's nothing to do with the way of life or star, style of life or lifestyle. It is all about policies, the policies of big powers, including the United States. States and other regional and, and international uh, powers, if they bring changes into their policies toward Afghanistan, we we will witness uh, a total different Afghanistan like we, we, we had 100, 100 uh, years ago. So it's nothing to do with the culture at all. And, and, and that, that difference of the culture is the beauty, actually, the diversity of cultures. Even in the United States, we have uh, everyone, uh, different believers. We have Muslims, we have Christians, we have Jews. Asian United, we have Hindus, we have uh, Buddhists, we have non-believers, and then different cultures, different languages, different colors from different places. And at the end of the day, it's 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 all uh, all about a beauty. But they they follow the same law, and they uh, they they they. they they follow the same interests of this country and this land, and they have their their responsibilities. So that's how we we uh, we we can unite countries and people like you know like America and and Afghanistan or or other countries. All right. Well, I also wanted to dive into the book you wrote. Uh, can you talk about that? Oh, the book you were showing me uh, during the presentation. Uh, Beyond evacuation, it's. Uh, uh, it's about about uh, it's about the experience right after the uh, uh, collapse of Afghanistan on August 15 2021 it's it's about uh, it's documentary about before during and after uh, the evacuation and collapse it is it is it is a documentary uh, uh, telling people about how hard this was and uh, uh, well there is anxiety trauma in the book there is bloodshed in the book dead bodies in the book uh, there, it's not only a story of uh, of a family or a single family of mine or or, or or my children, but everyone's in there. It's a story of 44 million people, and and mainly it's a story of uh, four generation. My grandpa, and then my my dad, and then when I was nine, and then uh, uh, when my son was nine last year, we were forced to leave our country four times right after when Russia attacked Afghanistan or invaded Afghanistan, and then and then war on terrorism. And them last year so it is uh, my audience as everyone including politicians uh, uh, including those uh, who believe in humanity uh, uh, students researchers uh, writers uh, historians so it was I believe it was the the biggest strategy of, of the century 21st century uh, and this has had to be documented for future uh, researches so it's it's the uh, there is a history of Afghanistan. There is some politics. There is immigration. There is mm-hmm. there is a culture. Uh, all in the book, it's it's kind of movie, but it's it's a true story. It's it's what I and and uh, uh, tens of thousands of people uh, exp- experience. So uh, there there are 
narration from other people that my fellows that we were we left the country together and then we lived uh, in, in different camps for about six months in refugee camps and and that trauma and anxiety and before that and after that getting saddled in the united states and people who 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 uh, had never been to school and that was the first time for them you know to, to make a shit country like the united states how hard how hard for uh, it was for them and then the feeling how difficult it is when you when you see that you lost everything your country your identity your 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 family members your uh, your friends everything you have there even your flag we don't have a we don't uh, have uh, any flag anymore we don't have any national anthem anymore we don't have any law anymore and uh, uh, we we don't have any passports anymore so it's all about it and it, it talks about uh, uh, many other immigrations that uh, uh, in the past uh, happened not only Afghanistan but but from 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 different countries. All right, I'm just going to have two more questions for you because I know you have to run. If you could say anything to the people who are still in Afghanistan right now, what would you say to them? And in turn, uh, before you we end this interview, is there anything you'd like to say to our audience? Well, to people back in Afghanistan, uh, history repeats, and nothing takes a, 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 a you know for forever. Afghanistan is the country that has experienced many ups and downs. Uh, it was invaded by by Alexander the Great. It was invaded by by Genghis Khan, and they they uh, and then, then then the British, and then the Russians, and then the terrorists. Now, but it fought, it resisted, uh, it was never never broken, uh, and I'm sure that uh, uh, Afghanistan will witness better days very soon. So, uh, uh, requesting my people back in Afghanistan that. Uh, these days shall pass soon, and then we will have much better days, and sun will rise with 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 new and warm rays very soon. All right, and uh, if you could say anything to our audience right now who are listening, what would you say to them? Well, I'm I'm very thankful to to most of the American communities. They've been they have been helping uh, uh, the Afghan uh, refugees, the Afghan recent immigrants, and uh, uh, behalf of them, behalf of my people, my family, my country, I thank them very much. And I I would love them to read the book Beyond Evacuation, because uh, any penny uh, from that book, which is about eighteen dollars, will go to those uh, uh, needies. Uh, and, and back at home and about 90, 99% of the people in Afghanistan at this point unfortunately they don't have uh, two times meals they are starving so we can help them somehow I, I, I know we cannot help everyone but we have to do whatever we can do alright I want to thank you for doing this interview with us I really appreciate your time uh, thank you for being me here thank you so much for having me here Thanks again to Najib Azad for joining us today on Culture Click. To learn more about Najib or his book, follow him on Twitter at Najib Ullah Azad. To learn more about Winona or the surrounding community, tune into Culture Click Thursday afternoons at 1230 right here at 89.5 KQAL. I'm Giovanni Vermides. Creating cultural awareness and understanding. You've been listening to Culture Click. Support for Culture Click is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Culture Click is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information, look us up on the web at kqal.org. And thanks for listening to Culture Click.